Well, it's midday. The midday mingle. Yes, welcome to the Midday Mingle, brought to you by Studio Streamers and Studio Arts. Studio Arts is a non-for-profit organisation that provides programs for people with disabilities. We've got a huge show on today. What have we got on today? A David. With you, that's where you tell us a joke, yes. and is it funny today? Oh, yeah. I'm already laughing. Yes. <laughs> um, we have an animal facts with the wonderful Sarah. Ham radio. Ham radio, that's Ham where radio. you Ham tell radio. us a little. Yes, about movies. Yeah. Movies you should go see, or maybe not. What see. movies are today? Um, you will find out. Later. You'll find out. And Ground. we interview one of our staff members, Rhea. So, strap us in for the Midday Mingle. Let's get into it! Let's get into it! Woo! And enjoy. Hi, it's Emily. Hi, Tammy. And the Big D. From Studio Arts. <laughs> now it's time for Are You Serious? Where we find out who is funnier. David Harris or Siri. Take it away, David. What did the pencil say to the other pencil? What did the pencil say to the other pencil? Anyone got an idea here? I don't know. No? I do. Yes, Mark. Rub it out. Rub it out? <laughs> what do you mean, rub I'm, it out? I'm pointing at you. Gee, you're looking soft today. <laughs> you're looking soft today. Sharp, sharp today. today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Siri, tell me a joke. A joke walks into a restaurant. The maitre d' says, wow, that's weird. I've never met a joke before. <laughs> Who would win between you and the awful joke of Siri? Okay, non-biased. Okay. Go. Me. You would. You would. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. yes. Hey, put David. up your hand if you agree with David. Yeah. Uh, One, two, three, four, five, five. What about Siri? No. Oh, hands no. up for Siri. No. Hey, David. I saw my vacuum the other day. All I was doing was collecting dust. Thanks, David. Now let's see what's happening on Ham Radio. My God, I've never seen too much pink in my entire life. <laughs> Welcome back to Ham Radio. And yeah, we are reviewing the Barbie movie, which everyone else has seen, but now it's my turn to talk about it. But Marky, yeah. did you take Louise to see this movie? I know I will. So you haven't seen it yet? No, not yet. Okay, well... Um, Should he it, see it? 
Anyone else? Anyone seen it? I have. Alicia, what did you think? I think it was good. Mm. Yeah. So, pretty much the... What pr- about you, Will? I think you've seen it. Yes, I've seen it. Yep. What did you think, Will? Oh, it was really good. All the um, the casts were really good. The actors, everything they've done. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. we've got some good re- reviews here, Ham. So did pr- you guys dress up at all? Oh, I, I didn't. Wore you wore a pink jumper? Yeah. Yep. I didn't. Um, so, pretty much the premise to this movie is, is that Barbie is experiencing all these... Negative things that a Barbie doll shouldn't be experiencing. And so in order to fix everything, she must travel along to the real world, along with Ken, uh, to find the girl that's been playing with her. Um, And Ken kind of has a bit of a side story too, where he doesn't really feel appreciated. He, The Kens don't really know what their purpose um, is. Um... I'll start off with the positives. I think um, Margot Robbie, I couldn't ask for anything more as a performance as, as, as Barbie. And no, to all those people out there, she's not too old to play Barbie. <laughs> uh, I thought Ryan Gosling was hilarious as, as Ken. Were people saying that? Well, I've heard some people say it. I've, I've heard some people in reviews say that Margot Robbie was too old. Well, she's 33. Mm. But I mean, she's a perfect Barbie. She is. And I thought Ryan Gosling Barbie's was got jobs, though, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like a dentist and a yeah. and a uh, yeah. real estate agent and yeah. engineer and a yeah. Um, yeah. pediatrician. Yeah, um, orthodontist. <laughs> anyway, I think she even is editor, chief editor for the GQ mm. magazine. Um, all yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought Ron Gosling was Attacking absolutely midfielder for the uh, hilarious as Ken. Um, what did you think of um, Will Ferrell? Well, this is where it comes into my negatives, but one last positive, and I thought Barbie Land looked really nice here. But, uh, yeah, negatives, Will Ferrell. I mean, you've got to up your acting, man. It's not to two, It's not the 2000s anymore. And, I mean, I don't know whether I can blame the script or it's just Will Ferrell overacting here, but his performance as the CEO of Mattel, I thought was just... I mean... I think his character tries to claim that he he tries to claim that he knows everything about what 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 girls want, but in reality, he really doesn't. Um, wow, I don't think I've seen a performance where I didn't like of Will Ferrell. Mm. Um, interesting. I what thought, did you think, Cal? What did I think of Barbie? Well, what did you think of Will Ferrell's oh, performance? Oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> well, I agree with Hamish. It sound, it felt at some points like he was overreaching. With right. His, Interesting. But all the same, I think they were also going for like the general idea of the real world because it's Barbie's expectations being shattered. That's the whole point. So they, she expected, you know bunch of women to be running Mattel but it's actually just a bunch of guys right that's okay the, that's the point uh-huh and um, what did you think of the movie what did I th- I thought it was <laughs> very well done there's a lot of emotional points in it that really like they touched very well mm-hmm. they didn't try to shove anything down your throat or make you feel uncomfortable yeah but at the same time they were very respectful about some things yeah I um, do have one tiny pet peeve yeah that's just me being a dude they didn't really. They touched a lot on like women's issues, which is completely com- fair. It's a 
it's a movie yeah. by women for women about yeah. women so shocker there yeah. Yeah. but they could have touched on some men's issues uh-huh. I think well, a lot of I people enjoyed it. it but one thing I would say that was quite odd here is Barbie's a kid's product but this is a very adult movie a lot of the humour and the jokes would go over a lot of kids heads um, I think a lot of the teenagers probably would have been giggling at, at, at some of the jokes here, um, particularly one joke, <laughs> which, man, I can't get out of my head. Um, but I won't say it on, on radio because we're a family-friendly podcast. So I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, cookie with pickles. <laughs> it is that time of the week again, the cooking with pickles. Pickles, what is on the recipe today? You'll have to mind read. <laughs> I'm thinking something with peanut butter, something with jelly. Yuck! What? <laughs> <laughs> What's on the recipe today, then, Pickles? Honey, garlic, pork chop. Honey, garlic, pork chop. You like that, Marky? Yes, I do. You love a pork chop? Yes. What about bacon? I like chops better. What about ham? Ham's good. Ham's good. Four pork chops. Four pork chops? Gee whiz, is this just all for you? Wait. Can you eat four in one sitting? Hey! Okay, go on. Bunion or cut salt and pepper to season one teaspoon olive oil one tablespoon and soda butter six cloves garlic minced one half cup honey one half cup water chicken spurf two tablespoon rice wine vinegar or apple cider vinegar any white vinegar Oh, sounds very German. Mm. What has it got half a cup of chicken in there too? Oh, chicken stock. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, look at that. So we've got salt and pepper for seasoning. We've got honey to sweeten it. Okay, maybe caramelise a little bit of the pork. Chop. you got the garlic. you got the vinegar to add that little bit more sweetness to it. Um, yeah, apple cider vinegar, um, big time. Um, Mark, you hungry? Yes, I am. Would you eat that? Yes. Would you Would you rather it with tofu or pork chop? Pork chop. Pork chop. Um, mm. Pigs. Well, I wouldn't want to put too much garlic in it, Lucky, because uh, I don't think you'd be kissing too many girls after that if you put too much garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, <laughs> Is that... Is that your excuse why it's been a little bit quiet lately? Yeah. Okay. Pickles oh, yeah. is part of our cooking group here at Studio Arts, a non-for-profit organisation that provides programs for people with disabilities. And one of those activities is cooking. Um, a few of us here are part of the cooking group, like David and Ash. Um, are we doing this? Are we cooking this this week? Pork chop. I think it might be lentil soup tomorrow. Yeah, you like lentil soup? I know you're a big fan of tofu. No, 
Oh, you don't know. Okay. I give you no. Oh, look out. Oh, thank you, Pig. Bye. This is Josh from Studio Arts. You're listening to Triple H. History with Ben. Is this what the segment's called? Yes. Oh, we need a better name for that. History with Ben. You know. History and science. Ben's history? No, that sounds like you're in the past. You're clearly here. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. Hey, Ben, what are we talking about today? I was talking to Lockie and he wanted to know what a pharaoh actually is. So a pharaoh, uh, it's a term that literally means great house. Um, well, it means, um, and it's, he's a god on a, well, he, he owns the god's land. Uh, basically, um, so how do you become a pharaoh? How did they get to this position become, in, the, in the first place? How do you become? Well, it's it's dynastic, right? It's it's based on um, lineage. It's what? It's based on your lineage. So if your your parents or your your children are of royal descent, um, you are a pharaoh. So it's like a it's like a royal family. Yeah. Okay. How did how did the first pharaoh start? How did the answer you say it's a, it's passed down its lineage? How did how would they did they get to that position like the royal okay. family? And was it just so through no, fraud? It's it's through okay. Um, Wasn't that how the royal family started? They you know they basically said I'll protect you, some guy in a village that said, I'll protect you, gathered an army, and then he became king? Uh, so that's, it's a completely separate thing, but in the same period, relatively the same period. Um, but basically, because Egypt is two uh, separate lands, right? Upper and lower Egypt, and at the beginning of like Sydney, the east and the west. Yes, exactly. Was it was so, it divided by the Anzac Bridge? It, no, so it was divided by uh, both the cataracts. You know how many cataracts of the Nile you have, or whatever. Is that like bad eyesight? You know, the upper, the upper and lower uh, delta region, right? So. At the beginning of uh, dynastic history, um, you needed a unifier, right? And the first unifier, um, technically, is um, a king called Nama. And we know this because he has a palette, and on his palette there are figures depicting him with a mace smiting his enemies. Now I did say right. let's keep this under three minutes. We're also we've already gone for four now. Um, ben, are you a politician? You're ignoring my question. Um. Well, I'm not a politician, but I'm explaining how it works. How it started. So, basically, the he basically unifies the the two lands, and as a result he has 
two crowns, right? The right, the white crown. No. Uh, for Upper Egypt and the red no. crown for Lower Egypt. Um, and he <laughs> he unified the lands. So it started with this champion. Suppressing his enemies. What was his name? Nama. Nathan. <laughs> Nama. Nama. So he has a mace, and in Egyptian iconography, the mace is the symbol of authority. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Was he kind of a military leader? Yes. Okay. All right. So um, he just started this. He he just said, "Look, let's unify these two lands. I'll get power." He he and a bunch of other uh, pharaohs did start that. Yes. But, um, so, but 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 uh, but this is, isn't this how the pharaohs started? Yes. But how did mm. how were there a bunch of other pharaohs there? After his, <laughs> half, after the lands were unified. Right. So he just picked a bunch of his mates. Like, say I'm the pharaoh. Yep. Say I'm this Nama guy, and I and I just chose my good mate um, Hikaru and and uh, Camilla, and I said. <laughs> You guys are gonna be pharaohs with me, and we're gonna be buried yeah. in tombs. Well, you, you, um, so it then it then turns into, um, you know, you have the development of world complexes, right? So if you think about rectangle, a rectangle of mud brick, okay, and at the this is going to go for a lot longer than the, Sorry, at the end of the... I'm going as fast as I can. Well, you, you, now you're talking about... Just picture a rectangle full of mud brick. At the end of this mud brick complex, there is a... How do they put the bricks together? <laughs> one one on top of each other? There is a temple, right? And in this temple, there is a spirit of the king. Uh-huh. Right? And that spirit by virtue of uh, religion is being worshipped by uh, by the people. So they try they were their goal was to convince the people that they were gods. Technically, yes. Okay, and there's a bunch of other pharaohs and what were they using slaves to um, to build society, build as, we, as we've already established, they were paid labor. Paid um, labor. Uh, in the in the nature of uh, grain. What was the minimum wage back then? Fifteen dollars an hour. Well, uh, as an equivalent, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So not by slaves. Slaves were later. Yeah. Okay. Um, now Ben. These pharaohs, they amassed a fortune, didn't they? Yes. So what, they they, yeah. they were just gathering tax from everyone? So, um, they, so the workers that work on their, their tombs, they are tax exempt. So everybody else is, is basically uh, being taxed. But if you work on your tomb, on the pharaoh's tomb, you are tax exempt. So everyone wanted to work on their tombs. That's why they were so magnificent. Exactly. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Hey, um, I think that covers the whole history of the pharaohs. 
Well, the first half. They're yeah. basically like cult leaders. Um, yes. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Very sorted. Very interesting. Did you? Um, now, I believe that um, <clears throat> the Egyptian pharaohs were the ones who introduced polyamory. Yeah. Um, that's pretty that's much having right. more than than one wife. King Ramas the second had about, really was a cult. I think he had about seven wives. Yes. Um, it's basically, and then it's basically about genetic dilution. Well, so if you are descended from about for about two thousand years, uh, you would have a genetic monopoly. There you go. Too. I'd say about 1300 years you'd have the genetic monopoly of the village. Right, okay, gotcha. So all their descendants are basically, they're going to be okay. Yeah. It's like North Korea. And the way. If you're a part of the Kims. The way they, the way they would bestow favour, right, is by giving. Gifts. So, in the early period, in the later period, the period that before Tutankhamun, you will be given gold bracelets and stuff, and that is how you would um, basically accrue favour. Wow! So they were the first wearers of bling. Yeah. Did they ever do hip hop? Um, well, uh, the Bengals would would uh, tell you they did, but uh, they did sing, and the system that you hear at the um, end of the, in the middle of the Bengal song, mm-hmm. was a religious instrument. So Walk like an Egyptian? Yeah. Okay. So the, the Maraca type thing wow. is archaeologically verified. Did Tutankhamun ever wear like a big gold clock around his neck like Flavor Flav from Public Enemy? No, but he had a lot of, of, uh, a lot of gold. Okay, beauty. Um, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. No worries. Camila. The Oracle. Wisdom. It's wisdom with Camilla. It it is that time again. Wisdom with Camilla. Camilla, what is your wisdom yeah. for us this week? Smile at the world. The world. Smile back. Smile at the world. That is good. And the world will smile back. That is deep. Mm. That, that that is Oprah deep. Camilla, what you said was absolutely awe-inspiring. Smile at the world, and the world will smile back. Are you not inspired by that, Ben? Now I'm going to give you a microphone. I have, I have some inspiration. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that, Camilla? Yeah. You even inspired Ben. He is. The hardest to inspire out of anyone I've ever met. You know, you could, you could just drop like a hundred Mona Lisas on him and he would just shrug his shoulders and go, eh, 
Pity there's only one. Gee whiz. Oh, okay. You know, thanks, Camille. Every time we do wisdom with Camilla, I feel smarter. Hi, you're listening to the silky sounds of Hamish from Studio Arts. You sound like John Laws. Get in the scum bucket. Yes. Yeah, so Ria recently went on a trip. Ria, where did you go to? So I went back to the country of my birth, which is Finland. So right on the other side of the world to where we are now. Like on your food, you have it today, up there. In Finland? So one of the things that my kids were very excited about was black ice cream. So in Finland, Finnish people... <laughs> Finnish people generally love licorice, and then we have this thing called salmiaki, which is like a salty licorice. Right. But so you can get ice cream that flavor, and it's pretty good. Yeah, right. And I don't even like ice cream, but I like the black ice cream. Okay. Yeah. So that was like, you know, first day there. I was like, yep. And then. Um, that part of the world loves salted licorice. Yes, they? yes. Danes um, are the same. Yeah. And then. Um, there's a thing called bulla, which is like a cinnamon uh, scroll bun. Oh. And my mum, all mums in Finland really, are very good at making them. And and I'm very lazy at making them over here, so we were very excited to eat my mum's bulla. Bulla. Have you ever heard of that, Pickles? Pickles is, um, a, a you know, she's from Studio Arts, one of the members here, and she is a fantastic cook. Mm-hmm. Um, Pickles? As the resident chef of Studio Arts, have you ever heard of Buller before? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I've heard of Buller ice cream. It does sound like ice cream. <laughs> Maybe oh, we could make it one time. Oh, that's it a good a idea. It is a yeast one, so it requires like the rising and the... But, ah, oh, that I'll would think be great. Yeah, that yeah. would be really fun. But yeah, so we, awesome. we made sure... We, Finnish people also love their coffee. They... I think are consume the most coffee per person per day in the world. Interesting. Wow. Um, So, and with a coffee, you always have bulla or some sort of cake like that. So, and and um, how do they have their coffee? Because everywhere in the world seems to do their coffee differently. Yeah, they. I think the most common thing, like what people have at home, is the filter coffee. Right, and black, white, cream. A lot of people have it black, uh-huh. but then, um, like, my grandma would always put, like, yeah, the full cream, so not milk, but cream, uh-huh. so it's kind of... But I think probably I would guess the majority would be black. And do you, did you have a sauna whilst you were I over had there? so many saunas. Did you? Yes. Do your parents own a sauna? Yes. So you can have a... You can jump in the... Of course they have a sauna. So you can jump in the lake and, and they, then come back and have a sauna. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's I'd very love good, that. yeah. It's really good for your, like, blood circulation and you just, you know, it opens your pores. That's right. So you feel so clean. And I do have to say, because, well, my parents have an electric sauna, so heated by electricity, but... The wood-heated saunas, it's just a little bit of a different feeling and it's better. It's just wood-heated. nice, yeah. So, uh, welcome back, Graham. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Wow, what a great show. It sure was, Will. Did you have a good time today, Marky? Yes, I did. You what seemed a f- little bit delayed there, Mark. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure I do. Are you sure you're sure? I'm sure. Would you come back next week? 
Yes. Yeah, we'll Should do we, it. Yes, we can. Should we come back next week, David? Yeah. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. You can subscribe to the studio streamers on iTunes or SoundCloud, or you can listen at studioarts.org.au forward slash studio streamers.